How's it going, everybody? This is Joe, the founder of the Renaissance Man Network and the Renaissance Man Podcast. I'm the host of that. I wanted to share with you the intentions for this podcast and lead you into the content so that you know exactly what to expect and what to focus on. I want to help people live like a Renaissance man. Now, and nowadays, people either tend to be uh, a little bit okay at everything or without direction, or they tend to be super focused on one particular career. But the art of being a Renaissance man, free to do whatever he likes, but dedicating his life to the mastery of several things, and understanding that self-development it has an infinite ceiling. That art has been lost, and so I want to help get that back into the world where people can become great mathematicians, become great uh, athletes, become great um, um, craftsmen, become great travelers, become great writers, become great at many things that inspire and make you feel uh, uh, like a capable and well-rounded man. Um, Self-actualize. There are values that I hold dear to my heart and that I hold dear to being the the ideal of being a renaissance man, which is living with a sense of passion and curiosity and a hunger for growth, experiences, and knowledge. So I interview people that do these things. I interview people that that are good at something where I can share the things they're good at. I also talk about these values on discussion episodes. So please go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already, or if you would like to hear the content to see if you want to subscribe, I totally understand. And you can listen to it and then decide afterwards. It's your choice. Um, And that is one of the easiest ways to support the podcast. Without further ado, here is today's episode. Hey Joe. How's it going? I'm doing pretty good. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Great. Is there a background noise? Uh, no. They finished actually, so that's perfect timing. Um, I'm awesome. currently in my currently in a room, in my house where I can record in the most quiet environment. But you might knock on the door because solid. I'll, I'll know. Do you hear a background yeah. noise on my end? No, I don't. Good. I only hear because there voice. is some. Oh. <laughs> there is some, but I'm glad yeah. you don't hear it. Um, yeah, that's kind of funny. Uh, I'm in the lounge at the hackerspace, and there's a dude flying a drone around, and then people talking, and uh, and the drone is yeah. pretty loud. <laughs> so I'm I don't hear it at hear. all. I don't hear anything, actually. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm gl- I hope you hear my voice, at least. Yeah, I hear it perfectly fine. Is mine okay? Is mine clear? Yeah, yours is fine. Yours is fine. That's good. That's good. Nice. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I just want to make this conversational. I don't really, I mean, especially cause we're friends. Like we usually just have conversational stuff and I'm trying to find yeah, my, yeah. my place as an interviewer. So all this is just going to be in it. I don't really want to cut it. Um, so you want to make really it make like a, sense. like a raw cut basically. Raw. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I think it'll be more relatable and it'll just be like, you know what this, you know, it, it'll just. I mean, they're they're listening yeah. to this right now, but I mean, but I um, actually, yeah, I saw this anchor app. I'm like, okay, so you can put segments in, as many as you like. So I'm like, okay, how does? I don't know how any, any of this shit works, but I'm gonna try to make my own podcast too. So yeah, 
Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to help you um, just give you some tips. Yeah, um, that's right. The Marnie, the, the girl from the Ask Women podcast, um, I'm on episode 262, and I think she's the interviewee in episode 7 of my podcast. She oh, okay. uh, suggested this app for me. Yeah, she, she suggested and it's solid. It's really, um, yeah, this is pretty nice, actually. So, like, once you, like, stop recording, you can, like, edit it, like, edit on the mobile phone or something. Like, yeah, and have, have you listened to my podcast yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, shame. Well, you should do that, first of all. Yeah. Uh, and also, everyone listening, you should subscribe so that you get all the new stuff in the inbox. Um, and, uh, and, and, uh, one of the cool things you can do is you can just put music in the background. Oh, my God, my sister's of... here. Angela? Oh, hey, sister. What? Oh crap! This is what happens. She needs her stuff. You need socks. <laughs> okay, your sister some socks. Okay, I'm recording a podcast right now. Yeah. Everyone's listening to you around the world, Angela. All right, good. Then go, go. I just don't want the noise. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's my sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's her. I mean right. next time, next time we do this, I might find a quieter place like uh I might go to a shop or something or the park. I'll know. Because Yeah, I also need to make a studio to be quite honest. Um I'm looking to move into a new place in the second half of the year. Yeah. And I'll like I'll like have one room or one closet or something just decked yeah. out with the foam stuff I mean, and just yeah, be yeah, in yeah. there. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. like, we, we live in, like, a small condominium, so there's, like, no privacy, uh, basically, so, I mean, I don't have my own room. I shared my sister. We both sleep sure. on the sides of the room, like, different beds, so, um, so, like, I mean, like, I don't live in, like, a two-story house like most kids do, so I don't have my yeah. own space, to be honest. Uh-huh. Which kind of gotcha. sucks. Yeah, it's, it's like a one-story house. It's like a condominium, one con- one-story condominium. And okay. this, yeah, and then, and kind of going on on about this, um, I mean, I tend to stay at my college campus for most of the day because that's where. Like, sure, sure. I mean, well, let me introduce you because I haven't really introduced people to who you are. And oh shoot! Why yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Um, it's a little intro at the beginning, um, so I'll have like a little intro um, that'll it'll make it easy for people to know who you are, but. Uh, You've already heard the intro if you're listening to this, but just to reiterate, uh, Jam is a guy that uh, we met on, well, we were both in an online uh, self-improvement group, and he ended up calling me and just asked me some some questions or some advice, and um, we ended up just keep talking, and, and he was getting, he you were, I think, were you a junior or a senior in high school back then? I think I was a sophomore in high school, to be honest. Oh, wow, okay. So he was a sophomore in high school. And um, he was interested in starting YouTube and starting um, filming stuff. And at one point, we had our own little group, which didn't work. And part of it was my own um, immaturity that where it didn't work. Um, but we ended up. Um, I, I, I just I'm just kind of watching your YouTube career, and, and you were like looking for mentors back then. And now yeah. you have your own channel, and um, and you're getting a lot better at creating film, and it's really cool to watch. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I, we, we, I mean, we both were in this thing called... Uh, <laughs> we're both in this thing called, uh, like, I think it was, like, Simple... This, by this channel called Simple Pickup back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. like... 
learning how to pick up women <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. I mean be, being a high schooler I was like not sure what the hell I wanted to do or be I still well, it's, it's, it's really simple you put your arms around them and then you bend your and then you you bend your legs and then you lift up and then that's oh how you god. pick up a girl oh my god <laughs> it's really simple you just gotta be strong enough that's it yeah that's true <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That, that's part of my pickup journey. We were both, we were both just trying to, you know, I've since gone a different direction when it comes to relationships and stuff. But I think we both have. But um, that's where we both were in life, and that's where we met, looking to improve ourselves and improve our relationships with the ladies. Definitely. Yeah, and um, I mean, looking back, like I think that's three, three years back. I I couldn't yeah. see the reason why I did that, which was because I mean. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I, I think I had like some insecurity issues with uh, myself. At, uh-huh. I still kind of do, but I'm working on those pretty well. Um, yeah. And right now in the present, I'm using Tinder. So. You're using Tinder? Yep, I'm using Tinder. Nice. I mean, nice. yeah. Tinder's pretty cool. I started I like a couple it. weeks ago. Yeah, I started a couple weeks ago, got a few matches, and I found some people yeah, at nice. my college. And then today I woke up I was like reading something, then I swiped Tinder for like two minutes, and I matched someone. Oh wait, hey, she's at my college. Okay, let's let's, let's meet up. Nice, let's... nice, bruh. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, part of part of living a, a full life is is having, um, you know, romantic and sexual unions between people and, and forming relationships. Um, that's one of the things that I, I realized during during my journey was that I, I also was you know you know like the, we all have our, our ways to make us feel better about ourselves and for a lot of guys their ways to make themselves feel better is to get girls when you know that's not really that healthy and it can in a um, it can also it can cause harmful relationships when it's built on insecurity um, and uh, it's something you gotta watch that's that's one of the problems I have with pickup is. It's like how to not deal with your own internal issues, but at the same time still get girls, and then you're not gonna do anything healthy for yourself or them. That's true because um, you gotta work. You gotta work with inside first. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, a lot of guys do it because they might have like a, like they want to do it to feel, I guess, feel in control. And uh huh. I mean, I'm not very. I'm only 20 right now, so I'm pretty young. So I'm not gonna see. Yeah, I, I'm not I lost my virginity at 22. Like. I don't know if you did or didn't, but like, yeah, I mean, it's, there's no shame in doing it a little later than others. I mean, we all, we all develop in our own ways and, you know, there are reasons why it took me a little longer than, than I thought it should. But even a lot of guys still lose their virginity at that age or even later. It's not like super, yeah, and you don't have to. Um, Yeah. I mean, right now, if you want, and there's nothing wrong with doing it, but there's also, I mean, there's also nothing wrong with not doing it when it comes to that. I think that's, there's a lot of pressure on guys to, to, um, to be more sexual than they're comfortable with, or more, yeah. or like you know, to push a relationship further than it needs to go at that moment, and um, that's something that I, I also realized for myself as I was acting out of insecurity a lot with girls and uh, pushed myself a little too far, and also pissed off and freaked out a lot of girls in the process. <laughs> Wasn't that great? All right. Nothing I wrong mean, with being sexual. Yeah. It's just you don't need to force it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still learning. About like dating, so I'm still here to have a sure. Um, but let me talk to you about YouTube. Um, yeah, we, yeah. we went on a tangent there, which is okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I'm curious about you and, and YouTube like, what, what, 
Like why? Why YouTube and why film? Why YouTube and film? So there are yeah. actually a couple of main reasons. Um, most of my name I put Citizens of Jamalia, which is basically a uh, it's a fan base of this. Actually, let me go back to the very beginning to explain everything, just in general. Sure. No. Back in uh, so back in seventh grade, uh, I was I was in band marching band. We were at this thing called All Online Band Night, which is where we really have the entire like band perform for the yeah for, uh, for school and all that stuff. Um, sure. And during that that year in seventh grade, I uh, I saw some of my like some people, some kids like watching this channel. I'm like, yo, what the hell is that? That looks that looks fucking funny. And there were like some like uh-huh. two Asian guys, comedians, just like doing some random, random like. Oh, is this the guy you told me about last time? Yeah, yeah they're called okay. Just Kidding Films, um, uh-huh. but they've been expanding like into other businesses and ventures. So, sure. they, I mean, they have like other channels such as Just Kidding uh, News, Just Kidding Party, and there are other channel called Just Kidding Gamers. So they're kind of like a, they're they're a pretty good brand. They're pretty, they're pretty genuine brand. So. Um, okay, and basically, I, I when I saw that video, I I instantly got like hooked to them. I it resonated with me because um, being an Asian American growing up in the United States or just in a Western country, I uh, uh-huh. let's see, I I kind of I, there was a way for me to like laugh at all the pains we went through, all the growing, <laughs> like getting our ass beat by our Asian parents or getting disciplined or like going through this stuff, and then. I mean, it was a very relatable thing. So, I mean, I realize now it's not just for just Asians, but it's also for like any type of people who have immigrant parents from wherever that is. Maybe that maybe from some from Europe or Africa or somewhere in South America. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it, so, yeah, yeah. So so it, you know you're trying to adapt to a culture where where yeah. your home life is is showing you a different world than the rest of the world is showing you. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting issue. It's just, yeah, because yeah, it's kind of really hard to balance like Western values and more Eastern values together. And there's always uh-huh. going to be some type of conflict. Um, I mean, trying to find compromises is kind of tough already because my parents yeah. come from Nepal. They come from a really remote area, so they don't understand every single like concept. Yeah, or, yeah, it might seem strange. You have a blanket know. named after your culture. Yeah. Um, oh my god, yeah, that's true. Sherpa Cuddle, I think, or Sherpa. There's, well, there, I guess there's like maybe a brand name, but like, I, I see this like the a type of blanket that's just fuzzy and made of yeah. wool and stuff. It's called funny a thing, Sherpa blanket. Funny thing is I'm sitting on, I'm actually sitting on one right now, so it's pretty. You're what? I'm sitting on one right now, the Sherpa blanket. Oh, nice, the Sherpa nice. blanket. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually was researching, and this is this is actually yeah. really tied to your first YouTube channel, um, yeah. and I think your current YouTube channel, right? Is yeah. it still is it still called Sherparts? Yeah, I still have both channels. I mean, Sherpart's okay. my older one, and then my new one is uh-huh. my name, Channeling Sherpa. So, oh, okay, yeah. but yeah, it's for, your first YouTube channel is called Sherparts, and um, um, I remember I was actually either you told me or I was looking it up or something, um, just out of curiosity when you were talking about it. Remember, I don't remember which one it was, but it um, on, it was, Wikipedia was talking about how. Well, the Sherpa's last name was Sherpa because you guys don't have last names in Nepal, and um, and like at Ellis Island, they're like, we need a last name, and so they just named all the Sherpas Sherpa. <laughs> for the last I name. actually know that. 
Oh, look it up on Wikipedia. It's crazy. I, th- no, I must have looked that up then because I was just curious when you talk- were talking about your. You culture. gotta send me a link, man. Send me a link, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna read. Yeah, I'll again. send you a link. I said, yeah. you know, we're all busy people. I'll send you yes. a link. It was really cool. It was it was just talking about how um, when Sherpa people started to migrate, some of them, to the U.S., um, they did, apparently in your culture in Nepal, there's like no first names because you don't need them because it's like a small tribal culture or whatever. Um, and then here you needed a last name, so they just named all the Sherpas with the last name of Sherpa. Yeah, it's interesting because we have like a clan system in our culture. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, different clans, like, pe- people in the same clan can't marry each other, but they can marry people from different Sherpa clans. So, and I guess uh-huh. those, I don't, I think those clan names are kind of technically would be the closest thing to a last name, but uh-huh. I, I'm not too sure to be honest. Um, oh, okay. And, uh, with first so, like, names? Yeah. You would be like Jamling and then like. Sherpa, the, the tree else. clan or something yeah, something like that yeah okay. and then like with first names it's pretty interesting because majority are actually named after the day of the week they're born on so you have a monitor after, named after Friday what Saturday. so so sherpas are typically named after the day they're born on huh of the week. okay so for example tuesday so tuesday i was born on tuesday that's mingma but since yeah. my name's jamling that's more of a unique name so it's not as common yeah. so Something like the word Pasang or Dawa are more common names. And like, uh-huh. it's kind of funny because whenever I go to like dinner parties with my Sherpa or someone's house, yeah. and God's like, hey, Pasang, all like 10 Pasangs look at him like, what? And it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it happened one time. They all, yeah, like like five or six of them look in his direction. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so, so it's kind of like saying, saying, hey, 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 September. Yeah. Or something. And they all look at yeah. him. So. It's kind yeah. of funny, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's, funny. it's something that I... It's kind of unique, so... Um, it is unique. It's really unique. Let's see. Um, let me, so I remember it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Go ahead. I remember actually. your first channel. Yeah, your first channel was all about um, just sharing some of your culture. And then it got into, like, these cinematic... Like, sometimes you were talking about trips where you, like, went to the river or the water. Well, there's no river, but the Puget Sound and just like did things over there yeah but it was you're just talking a lot about your cult i think i think you some of the film that you were doing you you shared um some wedding you went to and i saw it was really unique and kind of neat yeah that was one i did um what happened with that one is i i mean i was basically put as like one of the people who would like follow the group so I just thought, hey, why not just film this? Because I'm in close proximity yeah. with him. My birth, yeah. And then, yeah. So I just it, I just shot a bunch of footage, cut it all together in oh. certain sequences, and then I put music over that, did some, like, adjustments, and voila. Yeah. That was the final product. Nice. Yeah. I remember so- you, at one point, you were looking for this one mentor on YouTube, um, and, and I, I don't remember exactly what you're like talking to this one guy he's kind of like mentoring you um how'd you find that mentoring me i'm not sure which one you mean was he a i don't know um i don't know but there are a couple of people who i tried to find as mentors but i don't know i had to be honest when i first like after a while i realized I felt some like weird vibes from them, so I kind of stopped talking to them. So, oh, I don't know, because you, you know how like some like online coaches can like 
be like scammers or frauds and all that. I just yeah, I I've worked with some people that that I've um, I've realized are aren't uh, they you know, they're just trying to get money, <laughs> and they're not really helping me so much. I've I've found people like that. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, so that that happened, and so I stopped talking. I can't. I'm like, no, fuck you, but fuck you, ass. So, yeah, yeah. stop talking about yeah. stuff. But then, um, with uh, going back to JK Films, they've been kind of uh-huh. my, my like, my models and mentors for the last like six, seven years since I was middle school. Nice. And they've those guys are pretty, are incredibly genuine people. They are the mm. most realest motherfuckers on this earth, man. Like <laughs> the realest motherfuckers. Yeah, seriously, man. They. Like they, they, they were actually the thugs back they were real thugs back then they, they were in gangs or I think they had uh, some gang affiliation oh, wow. back then but then they kind of like yeah. put their act together like one of them was served in the marine corps for a while the other one wow. and they tried to like pursue nursing at first but then they like decided to pursue their passion because just can films on YouTube and yeah. they started this channel back in 2007 when YouTube was in its early stages and they didn't even know that you can make a business out of this so um, yeah yeah so they did that and they've always like had this thing where they encourage people to pursue their passions and stuff so they've uh, always and then Joe one of the, his name's another guy's named Joe which is funny you're Joe okay he created some yep, personal podcast Joe. yeah podcast oh. called uh, Jamalian Radio and basically that's you hear that Jamalian Radio give me some uh Give me some cash for advertising you. Yeah. My PayPal is uh, oh is under joebookoff at gmail.com. J-O-E-B-U-C-H-O-F-F at gmail.com. And just, you know, send some cash my way. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, they, uh, or he, he started to do this podcast because he, he just wanted to help, like, people grow. And he created this community called mm-hmm. the Citizens of Jamalia. It's a okay. private Facebook group. Were a bunch of like fans from JK and uh, like fans of his. We all kind of came together and uh, mm-hmm. we're basically just trying to help each other grow. And it's a really funny community. That's cool. Funny ass community. Like they have the same humor as me, yeah. like, some wacky ass humor. And then, um, yeah, I've made some, made several friends. Wickedy wacky. Yeah. I made several <laughs> friends online from there and in mm-hmm. real life, actually. So like a couple nice. of them actually went to my college. I'm like, yo, you go, you know this guy too. Oh shit! So yeah, uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's yeah. you did that. Yeah, and they're kind of main reason why I started YouTube because without their encouragement, consistent encouragement of years, I probably would have mm-hmm. not would have given up on YouTube. But I kept. I'm like, I'm still pursuing it. So yeah, um, without their. Encouragement, your passions. Yeah, I mean, with the first channel, cool. um, yeah, with mm-hmm. the first channel, parts that was kind of more of an experiment. I'm not for the first two years, I was just putting stuff out that I tried out, and then eventually, uh-huh. I kind of, I kind of settled on something which was a bunch of like video essays or like commentary sure. videos on like Avatar, Master Bender, and one uh-huh. video hit. Like, I remember you were super into that before. Yeah, yeah one video hit. Currently, it's at 40k views right now, my channel, so... Nice! Yeah. I was like, wow, this is... This is unexpected, okay. 
So yeah. yeah. I'm curious. Do you do you care? Do you do a lot of stuff to get views, or do you just do what you want and try to make it the best content that you want to make? I try to go with the second option because I mean, if I'm just focused on only just getting views, then the foundational purpose I have in my mind will not like be healthy in the long term. Mm-hmm. Be so, and plus, sure. people, can, like, people can smell that a mile away on YouTube. When people try to do things with views, mm-hmm. clickbait, it goes, it comes off as disingenuous, and it comes off as like, man, what Try the fuck? hard. Yeah, like you, like this, this is some bullshit, dude. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, there's this of, one yeah. guy. He was. It was a funny video. I kept watching it because because I liked the concept and it was kind of funny. But it was obvious to me, this guy was just, like, hungry for views, and it was really pathetic and hard to watch. Um, I forgot what it was called. I mean, it was fun because of the concept, but they bought, like, a huge box of those little plastic beads that get bigger with water. Um, and they, they actually had, like, literally 100 million of those little, those yeah. little um, like, plastic dots that, like, get to, like, 100 times their size with water, and it was gonna rain that night, so they just, they were in their friend's backyard, who obviously agreed to it, and they put them everywhere, there was, like, a huge little kiddie pool that they filled with those things, and I mean filled, like, it was only filled with those things, it was, it was fun as hell just to watch, and they just, they kept, like, jumping into the pool, um, but at the same time, the guy like was was way overboard in trying to get people to subscribe and trying to get people to continue staying interested every single second he's like yeah you know, keep watching this so this is why you should watch and it's just like like i mean i watched because it was a fun idea but it i i almost clicked off because this guy was just desperate for views that's not good the thing about checking no. films is that they don't they're not desperate for views they they just if you watch your content, you're gonna you you will you're gonna see that they um I mean, first and foremost, they're businessmen, they're entrepreneurs first mm-hmm. and foremost. Um but mm-hmm. uh oh, is, oh come on. <laughs> oh god. Bless you. Thank you. So yeah, they they're not concerned about the views. They're just they, they, they care more about the connection they have with their audience and they care about building relationships with them and helping them grow. Which is what I really yeah. appreciate because that's something that's a rarity nowadays on the platform. I mean, uh-huh. these guys are basically the grandpa, a grandpa's, in, or like a grandpa on YouTube because they've been here for. It's <laughs> a really funny way to put it. Yeah, they've been here for twelve years, man. That's that's like that's wow. grandpa years on YouTube. So <laughs> grandpa years on YouTube. Yeah, they're still going. They're still going out. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, no, it's true. I mean, YouTube YouTube hasn't been around for that long. It's hard to think because it's it's been so ingrained to our I know. culture, especially yeah, millennials. Exactly. Like, Wait, what? That's that's only like twelve years old. It's oh, crazy. Shit. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm more than double that the age of YouTube. <laughs> yeah, so I kind of follow the same philosophy as them because I'm not all about the views. I'm all about more just creating quality content and more just creating mm-hmm. content that I like to make. And um, sure. I mean, there is sometimes those temptations that come to me when I want to get views, but then I realize, you know, why, why the fuck am I thinking this way? Let's just do it because I actually like it. Because mm-hmm. if, if I'm not having fun with what I'm doing, then what's the point of doing it in the first place? So, Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Do you, do you ever, 
so like so so if you were to, to if somebody listening to this would be like you know i really want to make some content and make a youtube um would you, what would you suggest they do for money do you, would you suggest they rely on the channel for money or would you suggest that they just have it in the background and then have their first and foremost thing be like i don't know a job or or something else um, I'm not too far into my like experience and career of YouTube to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a smaller channel, but yeah. uh, from what I've learned from Joe Chitsukawa and JK Films and uh, my own experience on a platform, I feel like you should not necessarily go on YouTube for money because the AdSense is not doesn't give that much in the first place, and also. Mm-hmm. I mean, to monetize, to get monetized, it takes a while to get there. You have to get, like, I think something like um, 10,000 views or 1,000. Sure yeah, that. I think that was, like, last year that they came out. With yeah, that. I think, I mean, every time YouTube comes with new rules and, and, like, new copyright laws and all this stuff, everything's kind uh-huh. of changing, so it's hard to kind of navigate, so... Yeah, I mean, if like that's your only income, and then all of a sudden the way that you get sponsors for your episodes is now against the rules, and you're screwed. Yeah, and like um, I think that the best thing to do, honestly, is to. I mean, maybe think of money later. To be honest, and like for you, to be, maybe like find alternate ways to make money online. Like you can make money through podcasts like this, or you can make money through. Um, I was just researcher. Like, you can make money through, but that. even money for podcast like that, you, it's not going to be immediate. Yeah, and it takes time, um, so. and yeah, you don't. I don't make money from podcast directly. Anything I make from this, like this is, I'm doing for free. Yeah. Anything I make from this is if say, say I have a sponsor that's like, hey, you know. Um, and by the way, if you're a sponsor, go to the renmannet.work. The t h e r e n m a n n e t w o r k slash support, and that's where you can find how to contact me to become a sponsor of this episode. Um, but when it comes to uh, sponsorship, um, that's one way you can get money. Or if I do, if I sell some of my own stuff, like my journals, which by the way is also at therenmannet.work, just go to the website, you'll see the, the, the link to the journals, which are my handbound journals. Um, um, so like either if I sell my own stuff or I sell somebody else's stuff or I sponsor. And those are the ways that I would get um, money through this, but mostly, mo- like the thing that's like, there's no that's it's kind of like content. You don't get you don't get money from the content. You get money from sharing value, and 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 if people want that value and they pay for it, then you get money for that. Or you share, or like I share your attention with like, if there's like a, a, a somebody like selling a cool product that, like for instance, my my friend who I'm actually going to be interviewing. Um, next week or in a couple weeks uh, he has a um, a business where he helps people live uh, in a more fulfilled way and explore themselves through travel and it's called Increase Freedom his name is Lane Ballone Um, he's living in Panama right now which I think is really really cool and so for him um, if I were to like sell if I were to like offer his services um, you know on my podcast and he were here to like offer something and then give me a commission that's some, some one way I could um, I could earn money from this. But aside from that, like it's just I'm just doing it because I like it, or be, and and because I think it's you know the stuff that I that I people that I get on like you. I think people should hear from you guys. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, but I think it, you have to focus on um, just first off, like I think you just need to find what you what to do and um, focus on like connecting with your audience, whoever that may be. Like even if it's like one yeah. or fifty views or people. I mean, as long as you connect with your audience at a small, like, like, certain small off, you can gradually build. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, I don't have, like, a really good answer for, like, what it should be on YouTube, because for every person, it's a bit different in their circumstances mm-hmm. and their situation and their age, their, their, their culture and all that stuff. So it's, it's a bit different for everyone, so... Yeah, and I think if you tried to answer it, it would kind of get in the sticky war. Like, you'd have one person want to do this. One, it's there's not really a right yeah. answer for everyone. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because from yeah. my from my uh, experience, uh, like when I try when I started, I was trying to look for all this advice, and I got so much different advice that I got a bit overwhelmed in my analysis paralysis. So, yeah, um, I suggest you kind of do what right for you. And just do that. Keep it simple. Don't don't try to overcomplicate because that's why oh, that's why I do all the fucking time. So yeah, yeah. Just keep it simple. Yeah, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good good point you make there. Um, I'm just gonna have to sponsor after the episode here, I guess, or like right before the outro. Okay. So so it'll be like yo, um. Yeah, we've gone, we've gone for about 30 minutes. It's a whole episode. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any, any, um, anything you want to share with the listeners? About, uh, like, about what exactly? About anything. About anything. living, living creatively, living freely, expressing yourself, um, doing YouTube. Let's see. Um... Uh, this is something that my friends had told me in the past couple of days, few days, because I tend to have like more negative mindset towards myself all the time, like a lot of negative self-talk. So one thing that I suggest for all of you is to remember that it's okay to have doubts because mm-hmm. those doubts, I mean, those are normal because everyone has doubts in what they do. Like they may doubt themselves saying, oh, this YouTube for me or is, is filmmaking really for me? Is this the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. I think about all the successful, successful people there. They have their doubts and they have their doubters. Yeah. So I think you got the ones who really make it are the ones who have like fucking like unbelievable grit and like uh, perseverance. So you just have to like acknowledge the fact you're gonna have doubts and be okay with that and just kind of let it let it flow through. So oh, totally. It's gonna apply to anything in life, not just art or YouTube or business this can apply to anything in life so I think that's an awesome yeah. message yeah thank you just just remember the hat just remember the no key. it's it's true because when you when you when you don't let yourself be imperfect then uh, it's a really good uh, phrase that Tony Robbins said in a yeah. podcast where he was saying um, I think it was are you saying that um, perfect is the lowest standard you can have for yourself? And his explanation was that the moment that you try to 
you, you hold yourself to a standard of perfect, you're never going to hit it. So what you're really doing is you're just giving yourself um, permission to beat yourself up. Oh my God, that is fucking amazing. Yeah, and, and so w- his whole point was that it's the low, you, you should never hold yourself to that standard because you're actually holding yourself to a very, very low standard. Oh you're just giving God. yourself permission to beat yourself up because you're never, never going to hit it. That because that's how I, that's what I think all the time, man. Like, yeah. my personality with how I am, how I think and process things, I'm always like kind of a perfectionist in my mind for how I want to get to things. And when I don't reach there, yeah. I end up beating myself up. So that is something that I've been trapped into. But in the past, I'd say, couple weeks to a month, I've been gradually... Um, altering my mindset and the way I look at things so that was another uh-huh. that was another insight for me so thank you for that I yeah and it. I think I think it's the same exact thing we were talking about on our first ever phone call oh, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah you asked you said something and I was talk, telling you about the Kaizen way of improvement which is getting 1% better every day yeah exactly and if that's, you get 1% true. better every day then you know after a year you'll be double you'll be 100% yeah. better and like after two years you'll be yeah. quadruple and and you're just gonna you're just gonna improve well it's i mean about, if you compound it it's gonna be a lot quicker but if you it's don't, about, yeah 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 it's all about baby steps so i mean yeah a lot of things i'm saying right now is also not only a reminder to you guys but also uh kind of a reminder to myself so i got that from this uh channel called david so comedy he's also mm. affiliated with jk films so a lot yeah. Of, he's yeah a lot of the advice he says in his channel is also for himself as a reminder, so I'll have to be yeah. free. And that's another thing is is if you're looking to help other people, you don't need to be perfect before you help other people. You just need to be, you just need to be one step ahead of the people that you're helping. It's all about um, that first imperfect step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that's that's an awesome uh, awesome place to end. Thanks for yeah. spending some time with me today, Jim. Yeah, man. I appreciate, dude. Thank you. You yeah. got it. Bye bye. Have a good day. Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. In the earlier episodes, I put all of these sponsored ads at the end. In the newer episodes, they're in the middle. So if you're listening to one where it's split, some of the content before and some of the content after, uh, stay tuned and your content will come right after these messages. Otherwise, thanks for listening and please listen further to help figure out how you can help the podcast grow. Number one way, subscribe. Wherever you are listening to this, hit the subscribe button either with your finger or the mouse, or if it's the future and everything is mind controlled, do so with your mind. That way I can attract better uh, sponsors and earn more money from the sponsors that I have so I can get better content and go to better conferences. I am right now about to go to CES. For each two hour conference or so, I tend to get about four interviews That means people that I contact that I actually record and that we continue to uh, publish an episode. I contact more, but in the end, I get about four. Now, this is going to be four days, and this four-day experience is going to probably net me at least 20 interviews. Now, when it comes to other ways to support the podcast, email list is one way to support. Go to the Renman Network. What you will get 
is exclusive content right to your inbox. You also get to stay on top of the developments of the Renaissance Man Network. And you get to stay accountable in your journey of becoming a Renaissance Man by being reminded of Renaissance Man values and challenges that I will put out to the email list. Another way you can help yourself... Oh, let me just circle back. The way you sign up to the email list is therenmannet.org slash... Uh, nothing, actually. The Renmannet.org is T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K. And either click on join the newsletter or a pop-up will come up and you can just put your information in there. Now, another way is to get a journal. That is a hand-bound journal. I bind the cover of the journal with leather or another cloth you get to choose if I have other cloths available. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But either way, I have full leather, real leather covers available. Leonardo da Vinci had one of my hand-bound journals, one of the best Renaissance men out there. And the best way to cultivate self-awareness is to have a journaling habit. I did that for three years straight, missed only one day during those thousand plus days. I will share exercises where you read one. Sorry. I will share exercises where you need one. I wrote a script for myself and I can't really tell my own writing. I share exercises where you will need one. Need a journal and a journal also doubles as a sketchbook if you're looking to use it for artwork. You can get that at the store at therenmannet.org slash store. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K slash S-T-O-R-E. And as of now, they are $50. There are some, uh, if you become a patron, you get a free coupon for that. So, um... To, to segue right into that, if you want to support the podcast on a financial basis, what you can do is become a patron. It's at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot C-O-M slash the Renman Network. T-H-E-R-E-M, sorry, R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T-W-O-R-K. And any anywhere from 5 to to 100 or more dollars a month, what that will do is that will allow me to do this for more of my time, I'll pay for my time. I will be able to buy better recording equipment, and I will be able to go to better conferences like the one I'm going to next week. Now, I thank you for listening to these uh, these sponsored messages by my uh, for my my projects, and I encourage you to support this podcast in any way you can. Subscribe, uh, sign up to the newsletter, buy yourself a journal, do yourself a favor for your own development, and support the podcast. Allow me to create better content for you by going to our Patreon. Uh, Without further ado, here is our sponsor for this episode. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Just to remind you of some ways you can support the podcast. First of all, subscribe. Second of all, you can... um, you can join the email list. That's at therenmannet.org, T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K. Click on join the newsletter. You can also buy a journal that's on the shop at the Renman Network. So therenmannet.org slash shop, or sorry, slash store, S-T-O-R-E slash store. And also you can support the podcast on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash the Renman Network. T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T-W-O-R-K. 
Hope that you enjoy yourself and stay tuned for the next episode.